is everyone, and welcome to the Counselor's Couch. Pull up a cushion, kick off your shoes, grab a cup of coffee, and let's talk. I want to thank each of you for taking the time out of your busy day to tune in to the debut launch of the Counselor's Couch, a podcast dedicated to exploring topics and issues that are designed to enhance the lives and relationships of all of my listeners. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to reach out to wherever you are and just connect. I'm your host, Calvin Williams. I am a licensed professional counselor with over 25 years of experience helping clients overcome difficult challenges associated with mental health, addiction, emotional wellness, and just day-to-day living. Now, as a solution-focused therapist, my goal always is to help you undercover your true potential and lead a life that's worth celebrating. While we can't change difficult situations that may have happened in our past, we can work together to better understand and resolve challenges in your life today. As a side note, I am required to say that nothing provided in this podcast constitutes a therapeutic relationship between counselor and client. It is solely for education and hopefully some entertainment. Counseling does help, and if you are considering therapy, please reach out in your community to a trained, licensed professional. So, let's get started. Let's start with saying, I'm not exactly your normal therapist. In fact, I may not be normal at all. Just ask my wife or anybody else that's worked with me for years. My wife has told me constantly, I don't think like everybody else. And you know what? I've kind of leaned into that. I accept that. I don't always look at things in a traditional manner. And I prefer to kind of have what they call an eclectic toolbox because we're not all the same. I am direct. I am open. And I enjoy talking with people. I even like to throw out a curse word every now and then because, well, it's really hard to call bullshit on something without saying shit. I don't mean to offend you. And I may not be that cup of tea for you. As I tell a lot of my clients, I may not be your cup of tea, but I'm somebody's shot of whiskey. I don't claim to have all the answers. What I do know is how to ask the questions and how to seek the answers. And I guess that's really what this podcast is all about. It's about seeking. It's about searching, learning, and growing. Now, my goal is for each of you to take something away and hopefully come back for more. However, I also want to be upfront and let you know that this is a personal journey. It's kind of a chance for me to reconnect and to refresh. I'm going to put myself on the counselor's couch. I don't consider it work. I'm determined to learn just as much as I give. And I plan to explore topics relevant to mental health, relationships, personal awareness, friendships, spirituality, anything that really and truly concerns the human condition. I know it's a broad topic, but I'm up for the challenge because people just absolutely fascinate me. I do plan to have guests along the way as we explore, and I hope to take questions from you listeners. I can be reached at my website, www.calvincwilliamslpc.com, or you can easily find me on Facebook at Williams Professional Counseling Services. I really do look forward to hearing from you. I can't promise you that we'll get to every question, but I can promise you I will make every effort to do so. Now, throughout this process, I plan to invite you into my life. I believe that vulnerability is a strength and not a weakness. It's our only true way to connect with each other, and that's what I think that we are in search of. Connection is what we are all yearning at this time in our world. 
Now, I know and accept that I'm going to be judged by some. That really is a risk that you take when you step out in any kind of created venture. As I've learned from one of my favorite authors, Gary John Bishop, people will judge. It's what they do. But I'd rather be judged for being myself than for being who you think I should be. Now, I'm going to take this opportunity and throw out into the universe that there are two people with podcasts and who are authors that have influenced me greatly. And I would love one day to have them on this podcast. And that's Brene Brown. Her podcast is called Unlocking Us and Gary John Bishop. Now, his podcast is called Unfuck Nation. Both of them can be found on Spotify. And if you haven't read anything by either of these authors, I strongly suggest you pick something up. Neither are for the faint of heart. They both have very different styles, but what they do have in common is that they both have a heart for helping people, and they've influenced my journey in many ways, all of which I eventually hope to share with you. I wanted to start this podcast and this episode by exploring why a podcast and why now. These are both incredibly good questions, and in fact, they're one of the number one questions that um, they encourage you to answer when you go into establishing a podcast. So they can be answered easily, you know, because a podcast is awesome and, well, why not? However, I am going to elaborate a little bit more. I think a lot of it has to do with the nature of our current world and our circumstances. This past year has been a struggle for many of us in many different ways. And yes, of course, I am referring to the COVID pandemic. But I think it's more than the obvious. It's more than politics. It's more than racial racial diversity or any other current topics. I think it comes down to the fact that we're all searching for something. The events we experience may have simply brought it to the forefront. The Stoic philosopher Epictetus is quoted as saying, Circumstances do not determine the man. They only reveal him to himself. Well, this quote particularly has been something that I've contemplated over the past several months, especially about myself and what all this has revealed of me. What I found is I have a need to reconnect. I want to find my way back. I was recently talking with my wife, who, by the way, is also a counselor. That's God's little joke on me that about needing one in my life 24 hours a day, seven days a week. People often think that having two counselors in the house, you know, we must sit around and talk about everything. No, we fight just like everybody else. We just maybe have some skills to find a resolution quicker. Now, I digress, and trust me, you're going to learn more about her and my son in future episodes, because I love my little family. What I'm talking about is finding my way back and reconnecting. I've realized over the past months how important connection is to all of us. Actually, I realized how easy it was for me to disconnect And to quarantine, and that wasn't a good place for me to be, because we are social creatures. We're designed for interaction. This lack of connection has contributed to my current state of being, which I have currently described as weary. I got tired of saying I'm tired, because I really wasn't tired. You know, I have energy, I'm driven. It's just, it it was something more. And the word that many people are feeling right now is weary. It encompasses a feeling of being drained. If you look up that word weary, it is defined as tired, 
but it's fatigued. It's, it's exhausted of tolerance or patience. Now, I want to be clear. This is not a professional burnout because I've been working so many hours helping people cope with their struggles in this time, as many of my professional colleagues have. You know, I know how to take care of myself professionally. It's what we do. I just felt like something else was missing. And what it comes down to is a disconnect. Disconnect with friends and disconnect with family. We've been limiting contact with all of our friends and family. The holidays were different this year. Birthdays, even funerals have all been impacted by current health issues. It's so interesting to be around my son and some of his college friends and to see how different their lives has been as a result of quarantine and as a result of, you know, the the requirements needed to attend college and needed to participate in activities. Everything is so different. And as a result of this, I believe we're feeling this strong desire to reconnect, which is why I'm doing this podcast. And this is a way for me to reach out to those people. It's a way for me to connect with new people. And it's just a way for me to move forward. I really do miss my friends. Uh, I miss hanging out with some of the people that I did hang out with. I'm blessed and very fortunate to have a great group of friends, some that I've known since college and all who have played an important role in my life in one way or another. My hope down the road, and I've already began working on this with a couple of them, is to have a uh, podcast on friendships and to bring out of the out of the past and out of the closet some of the old friends and dust off our old relationships and talk about where we are now and how we got to where we where we are and um, just the journey that we've had because you know we've all been spread out we're busy with our own lives our careers our families you know that's kind of normal it's what you do you move forward in your life and you know, now there's a need to come back there's a need to reconnect so how do we do that. How do we reconnect? Well, the first and simplest answer to that is reach out. In this age of technology, the world is so much smaller than it used to be. Text a friend, Zoom, FaceTime. There's so many options out there, and there's probably hundreds of other options that you're, you, the listener, are aware of. It's, it's there. Take full advantage of it. But is the motivation to do these things there? Is the willingness there? You know, as a counselor, I work with so many people who know what they need to do, but they tend to fall short on the actions. So I want you to consider that for a moment. Why? Why do we fall short? What do you think it is that stops us from following through on the things that we know would be beneficial for us, that would be helpful for us? For example, many of you at this time of the year know that you need to get back to the gym, myself included. But have we taken that step? Some people have, some people haven't. It's the same thing when we talk about reconnecting with friends. I guarantee you that somebody listening to this podcast right now has been meaning to call a friend, meet up for lunch, or just hang out. You have, but you haven't taken the time to reach out. Recently, I talked with a colleague and a friend of mine that experienced some unexpected health issues. Nothing due to COVID, thank goodness, but it kind of shook her up. We're not invincible. We're all vulnerable to mortality. As a result of this, she's determined to reevaluate a few things in her life. 
And I was inspired by this discussion because she has made a decision to live her life more intentionally and to be mindful of the life that she is experiencing. And I thought, I want that. This is what I'm talking about, living an intentional life. So what does that actually mean? You know, living intentionally means, could mean all sorts of things. But what it boils down to is it means making choices that get you closer to where you want to be and how you want to live your life. It means you make decisions with awareness, decisions that have a positive impact on your life, both day to day and in the future. For me personally, this means reconnecting with friends and reaching out. It's out of intentional living that I truly believe we're going to find that rest that many of us are searching for in these weary days. Now, there seems to be a consistency in the abundance of articles and information on intentional living. Just do a web search and you'll be overwhelmed with all of the information. But what I want to do is share just five simple tips today to leave you with, little nuggets that I can leave you with on how to live an intentional life. One consistent message of living intentional is it's about defining what you want your life to look like and having a plan to move you in that direction. Your actions align with your values. You make conscious choices about what you do and you know why you're doing them. In short, it makes it's about making decisions with awareness. Now, I share this with many of my clients because Counseling in and of itself is about increasing your awareness because awareness creates choices. And then from choice, we can move into action. Living intentionally is about being purpose-driven. You are empowered and you are in the driver's seat. You're not a passenger in your own life. You are writing the pages of your own novel. You're not just an innocent bystander. You turn off the cruise control and you take charge. If I'm not intentional, then I must be unintentional or even mindless or directionless. I kind of think it's like going on a road trip without a map or a GPS. And I actually have done that from time to time in my life. And I can tell you, it's easy to get lost. It's easy to get frustrated and it creates a whole lot of anxiety. It doesn't mean that I'm never going to be spontaneous or that there aren't going to be times where I do act mindlessly. I mean, after all, I am human. It simply means that I'm going to recognize it and be aware of it when it does happen. Now, when you live in a state of awareness, you realize what's important. You want to spend your time with friends and loved ones, not spend it mindlessly binge-watching Netflix or scrolling through social media or, worse yet, glued to the evening news filled with fear and disillusionment. Now, don't get me wrong, I love my Netflix time, and that'll probably be an episode right there on how to entertain yourself with hours and hours and hours of binge-watching, and what do you do when you get done? Ugh. Now, back to intentional living. Most guides to living intentionally agree on the following steps that will help you make that commitment. The first step is slow things down. Now, COVID may have already done this for you. When you slow down, it gives you time to reflect and time to think. You become mindful of how you spend your time. 
I've always believed that if you want to know what a person's priorities are, look at where they spend their time, where they spend their money. It really does say a lot about us. Which leads us into the second tip of intentional living. Once we've slowed things down and become mindful of where we're spending our time, the second thing that you want to do is you want to define your values and establish your priorities. You want to reflect on what is really important to you. Now, one of the exercises that I encourage many of my clients to do at some point along their journey is to make a priority list or a values list. What are your top five priorities, one through five? Then as you reflect on how you spend your time, compare. You know, we often find that the list that they come in to present, uh, this list of priorities, this list of values may not actually reflect uh, what their current priorities are. It may be actually a goal that they want to move towards. It's interesting because a lot of times people will come in and go, okay, one of my top five priorities is time with my family. But then when you ask them, when was the last time you did something with your child, you did something alone with your wife? Well, I've been really busy and I haven't had time to do that, but I've got something planned later. So you're telling me one of your top priorities is your family, but you don't spend time with them. And this is not to judge or to be critical, but it's to increase that awareness. Because, for instance, on our spiritual walk, so many people will come in and they'll go, oh, one of my number one priorities is God. And I ask them, well, how much time have you spent with God? Well, I went to church last Sunday and I go regularly. I go every Sunday and and I go on Wednesday night services too. And I go, okay, so one of your top five priorities, you give him an hour on Sunday and maybe a couple hours on Wednesday. And this is Thursday. Now, again, these are a little out of alignment. Even a clearer example, if a college student says that grades are their priority, but they spend most of their free time in pursuit of a higher score on a video game, well, something is a little incongruent. And this incongruency can lead us to an emotional discord. Intentional living is about living with purpose and priorities And values are important to that purpose. Value clarification exercises will help you to establish a picture of the life that you want. Without a vision, without a direction, we tend to drift. It's like shooting a basketball without a net. It's not a very exciting game to watch. So now that we have slowed things down in our first tip, and now that we have actually taken some time to become aware of what our values are, what our priorities are, The third step that they encourage is that you set some goals. Once you have this clarity of priorities and values, begin to shape your lifestyle with the goal setting. Goals should always be measurable with something concrete or specific. You definitely want to avoid setting goals that are based on emotions. People often attempt to measure progress by when they feel better. This is misleading because feelings tend to fluctuate and change constantly. You can obtain the same feeling by accomplishing a life-changing task, which may be contentment or happiness, as you can by eating a slice of cake, contentment or happiness. So you want to establish a goal that is measurable based on activities or actions that are going to move you towards your vision. What have I done today? What actions have I engaged in today? to move me towards my long-term goals or to live my life based on my purposes 
based on my priorities, based on my values. If I say that friends are important to me, have I spent time with friends? Have I reached out to them? If I say that my family is important to me, have I hugged my loved ones? Have I spent time with my family? And if I said that God's important to me, have I taken that time to engage in the actions that let him know that? It's all about actions, which is a great segue into the fourth step. Once you set goals, take actions. Life only changes in the paradigm of action. Let me repeat that. Life only changes in the paradigm of action. It's about what you do. Now, the reason I wanted to repeat that is because you're going to hear that a lot from me along this journey. It's about actions. It all boils down to what you do. Even the smallest of daily actions will add up in time if they're positive, if they are in alignment with your values, and if they are consistent. I believe consistency is the key to effective change. You have to stay the course. Now, the fifth and final step or tip that we're going to talk about today could actually be an entire podcast in and of itself. It's establishing and maintaining boundaries. Once you have taken action steps, it's very important to protect your time and your choices. Learning to say no is one of the most important steps that you can take. Saying no will help you stay true to your values and will help you stay true to your priorities, especially when you're faced with the many demands and the distractions that we all face. A great way to practice the art of saying no would be to reflect back on that list of priorities or that values list that I talked about earlier, the one through five. Whenever you're asked to do something, reflect on how that request may impact those priorities. If it impacts them in a negative way, then it may be important to deny that request. It helps if you have a prepared statement ready, too. What I like to do is I usually express appreciation to somebody, and then I tend to throw somebody else under the bus. So, sometimes when I'm asked to do something, if I'm asked to give a presentation, or if I'm asked to give a speech sometimes, well, the first thing I do is I ask myself, well, is this going to take away from any of those priorities? Will this take away from time with my family? Will this take away from, is it in, incongruent with my beliefs about God or my beliefs along my journey? Um, once I've done that, then if it's something I can do and I have time to do, man, I am on board. But if I'm not able to, well, then I like to express that appreciation. I will go, you know what? I'm so grateful that you thought about me and I'm thankful that you asked me for this. Unfortunately, right now, I just don't have the time. Have you ever considered asking blank? And there's always that person we have in our lives that we know could use a little extra work. You know, if you work in a place or if you go to school with somebody, there's usually somebody you can throw under that bus and go, you know what? Maybe this will be a good opportunity for him or for her. We all know that person. I know you do. And you just put their name in that statement. So remember, it's I'm so grateful you thought about me. Unfortunately, I just don't have the time. Have you considered asking blank? All right. The point is, know your limitations. Have an awareness of what your priorities and your values are and protect them by setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. This allows you to take control of your life and to live intentionally. You can do it. Well, 
that seems to be all the time that we have for this episode. I'm committed to kind of keeping it short within a 30-minute range. Now, there may be some days that we have to split a show up into a couple of uh, episodes, but I do want to thank you for taking that time out of your schedule. I'm so grateful that you chose to share this time with me. I encourage you this week, reach out to somebody, somebody that's been on your mind. Reconnect with an old friend. You may never know just how much it's needed until you do it. Now, I do plan on dropping a new episode weekly, so please come back and join me for this journey. Thanks again for stopping by. There is always space on the couch. This is Calvin Williams, and you've been listening to The Counselor's Couch. Remember, live your life intentionally, love daily, and laugh often. Peace be with you. I'll see you next time.